other new episodes. How's it going, Day? Minus Touch is up to you. Let's see. Trump Legal Nightmare. One day ago, just beginning as a Republican. For his personal autobiography and the National Archives agree, those are personal. The court didn't say, on that logic, Bill Clinton could have claimed the nuclear codes are personal, just like his autobiography. The court says the exact opposite in the case. So not only is it not precedent, not persuasive authority, it, if anything, creates persuasive authority very much against the proposition that Donald Trump is claiming yeah. here. And it is just yeah. such an idiotic premise. It's to so say, dumb. It's so Sox dumb. Case. That's, by the way, what you hear him say. The Sox case. The Sox case. But here's the thing, too. They rely on a very uneducated base. That's why Trump goes, I love the uneducated who don't know what precedent is. And they don't spend the time on Fox or Newsmax to educate, which they should. People should know. This is precedent. This is not precedent. The Sox case, here's what the Sox case actually says. Instead, you got Donald Trump posting things like, this channel is talking about oh, history. Trump posting things like, the persecution is being done by the same weaponized agencies that for seven years have been running illegal psychological warfare campaigns against the American people. Illegal psychological warfare. When I started my legal career, we would get these messages from people who would say, the CIA has hacked into my brain and illegal psychological warfare campaigns against us. And we'd be like, yeah, that's, we'd say that's a 5150 email, meaning involuntary psychological. His messages are 5150 emails incarnate. And this is who the MAGA Republicans say, you know what? We got we to give this guy the nuclear codes again. This guy, this guy, let's give it to him again. Yeah, sure. We know that he was just showing random dudes at Bedminster and Mar-a-Lago. Like the audio recordings of Donald Trump showing people this material, like our military operations, it'd be one thing if Donald Trump even sounds sophisticated in it. It would still be horrifically criminal. But like the idiocracy here is like, he's like, yo, you think it makes me a better than chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Milley? Huh, do I win? Does this make me a winner? Like that's what's on the recording as he's showing random strangers military operation plans. I mean, people he's close with. So imagine what's not on audio recording. It's completely deranged. And it's pretty clear that Donald Trump is viewing the fight ahead of him as he's viewed every fight throughout his political career. And that's, he's viewing it as a political battle, even more so than a legal one. And he's viewing it as a public relations battle, even more so than a legal one. And, and you know, that's fine if you're running for president, I guess. That's even probably maybe okay if you're in a civil case and you just want to kind of sway public opinion and whatnot. But by the time you get into the courtroom, all your lies are not going to hold up. You could pretend to your base that the Presidential Records Act means the exact opposite of what the Presidential Records Act says in very plain language. Like, you could all read the Presidential Records Act. It says the complete opposite of what Donald Trump 
says it says. Yet Donald Trump tells his supporters that it, it says the opposite. And, you know, that's fine for him to do on Truth Social. And if it was a, a civil case he was dealing with, okay, the, the worst he's looking at is a steep fine or whatever. But Donald Trump right now is charged with serious federal crimes. And Donald Trump is going to be charged with even more serious federal crimes. And then Donald Trump is going to be charged with serious state crimes. And he can't gaslight his way out of that. The, the public relations strategy ultimately is not going to work. He's just going to be like a madman ranting and raving. He's going to be like at the end of one of those you know, movies when, you know, you see somebody being like whisked away into an insane asylum and they're, and they're like, but the presidential records act, but the president, <laughs> sir, 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 uh, uh, sir, sir, you're going to prison, sir, sir, calm down. Sir. But the, but the socks case, the socks case, <laughs> psychological operations. And it's, let's not forget this though. Ultimately, while Special Counsel Jack Smith investigated and brought the charges, Special Counsel Jack Smith didn't make, uh, wave a magic wand and indict, right? It was a grand jury of Donald Trump's peers sitting in the Miami federal courthouse who saw all of this evidence that we now know exists based on the speaking indictment. They were the ones who voted on the indictment. Same thing in the Manhattan District Attorney, right? It went in front of a grand jury. The grand jury voted to indict. It wasn't Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. It was a grand jury of Donald Trump's peers who made that vote. So let's talk about what happened after Donald Trump was arraigned. He went to one of Miami's popular Cuban restaurants, Versailles, in Little Havana to kind of spew his propaganda, saying Marxism and communism and, and, and all of those things. And by the way, I will recommend everybody to watch the interview we did here with uh, Democratic Congress member Jared Moskowitz, who talked about a great framework for how Democrats need to be addressing politics in Florida and making sure that their messages is, is getting to all of the communities in Florida. But let's play this video where Donald Trump basically says he's buying food for everyone. Play this clip. Are you ready? Are you ready? Food for everyone. Food for Except there was no food for everyone, and he was <laughs> narrator. Except there was no food for everyone, and he's a complete liar. But that's how he treats people. Like I'm reminded in Puerto Rico where he's like throwing uh, paper towels at people. You want that after people have lost loved ones, thousands of people have died, people are suffering. <laughs> you know, chucking paper towels like 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 an idiot. But no, Donald Trump has not paid anyone that was confirmed by the Miami New Times. So Ryan and Gas Johnny. Donald Trump then goes to Bedminster, where purportedly tickets cost up to $100,000. Who knows if anybody actually paid that fee because he lies about everything. Um, but Donald Trump gave a completely deranged speech. And here in this speech, after Donald Trump's arraignment, this is what he says about uh, the documents that he stole. He just admits it, he says, but he claims he had every right to steal the documents and admits to his crime. Here, play this clip. President, the law that applies to this case is not the Espionage Act, but very simply the Presidential Records Act, which is not even mentioned in this ridiculous 44-page indictment. Under the Presidential Records Act, which is civil, not criminal, I had every right to have these documents. 
The crucial legal precedent is laid out in the most important case ever on this subject known as the Clinton Socks case. <laughs> you know what that means? After leaving the White House, Bill Clinton kept 79 audio tapes in his sock drawer. They included discussions of U.S. military involvement in Haiti, discussions of U.S. foreign policy, both defense and offense, against Cuba, recordings of President Clinton's conversations with all of the many foreign leaders at the time. Think of that. Sensitive facts about trade negotiations taken from presidential briefings, discussions with the Secretary of State about conflict in Bosnia, and much, much more. Very big stuff. Not only was Bill Clinton never even considered for criminal prosecution based on the tapes he took, but when he was sued for them, he won the case. Judge Amy Berman Jackson's decision states under the statutory scheme established by the Presidential Records Act, the decision to segregate personal materials from presidential records is made by the president during the president's term and in the president. And here's the thing, though, too, despite the fact that it's all false. Donald Trump has never declared those records personal. I know he gives those speeches, but his lawyers have never made any filings to say that the classified records. Remember when Judge Eileen Cannon, there was that whole process she appointed like that, uh, the, the, the other judge who was reviewing the documents and there was the other judge appointed. And then they went through the process of designating documents as whether they were special master is the word I was looking for. Is that for. Raymond Deary? Uh, Raymond, Raymond Deary, whether documents were personal, Donald Trump never claimed those as personal records because they're not personal records. Notes and recordings for your autobiography, not are, are, are personal. Documents that you stole like classified briefings, those documents are clearly not personal. They belong to the United States government. One fact that I that, that always stood out, though, to me about the arraignment, though, is what a coward Donald Trump is. Because all of the reporting was that special counsel Jack Smith would make eye contact, or try to make eye contact the with whole Donald time. Trump. <laughs> the whole time special counsel uh, Jack Smith was just looking at Trump and just intently staring at him, trying to make eye contact. And Donald Trump, according to everyone, looked frustrated. He was shrugging the entire time with his head down and refused to even glance at special counsel. He Jack didn't call Smith. him deranged Jack Smith. He didn't threaten his wife in person. He didn't do all the things that he does from behind the keyboard. He didn't do that to Jack Smith when he was actually able to confront him in person. What an absolute shock. Because here's what he said during that speech at Bedminster about uh, Jack Smith's wife. Think about what a vile, vile criminal Donald Trump is. Play this clip. He's a raging and uncontrolled Trump hater, as is his wife, who also happened to be the producer of that Michelle Obama puff piece. It was total puff piece. This is the guy I've got. And Donald Trump, though, I mean, look, he is a coward. You know, he's a keyboard warrior in all caps. This is why the MAGA Republican Party, to me, is just so utterly cowardly also, because they're afraid of that. Like, that 
gets them nervous. Oh, he's going to do all caps. He's going to be mean to me in all caps. I can't let him give me a nickname. Oh, my gosh. Or I don't want him to say mean things about me. Stand up. Right. Stand up for yourself and say you're a traitor. You're a I think people would respect that far more. You know, if you just said what you're doing is traitorous, what you're doing is if there was one strong figure, one actually strong figure in the Republican Party, one person who was not a complete and other utter coward and had the charisma and the gravitas to be able to confront Donald Trump directly. I do think that is the only way that is the only way that they could get through this just disgusting phase that they are in. And I hope it is just a long, horrific phase. And you see Chris Christie trying to do that right now. Um, and so I will give, uh, I hate to give anybody in this party credit, but I will give Chris Christie a little bit of credit for at least bringing it directly to Donald Trump. One of the things I noticed in kind of tracking Chris Christie's polls was, before he announced Christie was at like zero to 1%, he was barely registering. It's not a big jump. So I, you know, I'm not going to overstate this, but last poll I saw he was at after going after Trump, he went up to like 4%. So it's enough like, that gets him in the debate under yep. the RNC rules, which they set a 1% threshold. So to have Chris Christie at the debate and I'm with you, I mean, Chris Christie's done horrific things. He's aided and abetted Donald Trump deserves very little credit, but to at least have a voice calling out, Donald Trump Somebody. or the traitor that he is shouldn't be is, is going to exactly. But look, special counsel Jack Smith continues on with his other criminal investigation of Donald Trump relating to Trump's 2020 election interference. I want to talk about that. An order by a federal judge in New York granting E. Jean Carroll's motion to amend her other defamation lawsuit. And let's talk about the GOP admitting that their latest conspiracy, well, was just that, a deranged conspiracy. We'll talk about that more right after this quick break don't go anywhere and now let's take a quick break to talk about our next partner fume cold turkey it may be great on sandwiches but there's a better way to break your bad habits we're not talking about some weird mind voodoo from your wacky neighbor or some sketchy message board we're talking about our sponsor fume and they look at the problem in a different way now not everything in a bad habit is wrong so instead of drastic uncomfortable change why not just remove the bad from your habit Fume is an innovative, award-nominated device that does just that. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses all-natural, delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Your fume comes with an adjustable airflow dial and is designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting, giving your fingers a lot to do, which is helpful for de-stressing and anxiety while breaking your habit. The first time I used fume, I was shocked at how flavorful and fresh it tasted. Now, it's easy to hold and perfectly balanced and quite honestly, extremely fun to fidget with. The real wood material and sleek design definitely classes it up and I feel pretty darn cool holding it. Stopping is something we all put off because it's hard, but switching to Fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Fume has served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories, and there's no reason that can't be you. 
Join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use code MIDAS to save 10% off when you get the journey pack today. That's tryfum.com and use code MIDAS to save an additional 10% off your order today. Did you know that your temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality? If you wake up too hot or too cold, I highly recommend that you check out Miracle Made's bed sheets. Inspired by NASA, Miracle Made uses silver infused fabrics and makes temperature regulating bedding so you can sleep at that perfect temperature all night long. Now, using silver infused fabrics originally inspired by NASA, Miracle Made sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at that perfect temperature all night so you get better sleep every night. These sheets are infused with silver that prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets. No more gross odors. Miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands and feel as nice, if not nicer, than the bed sheets used by some five-star hotels. Stop sleeping on bacteria. Bacteria can clog your pores, causing breakouts and acne. Sleep clean with Miracle. Go to trymiracle.com slash Midas to try Miracle Made Sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo code Midas at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash Midas and use the code Midas to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Midas to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this. There's Jordy. You missed Jordy. The Midas Mighty missed Jordy. I mean, it's, it's, we're it's back. Always, <laughs> we're back so live here on the Midas Touch podcast. I'm Ben Micellis, joined by Brett Micellis. And Jordy is having Wi Fi connections. He's having internet connectivity issues. Can somebody send a tech to Jordy? We need Jordy back. <laughs> I'll tell you who's not having connectivity issues with the federal court in transition the of New York. E. Jean Carroll and her lawyer, Roberta Kaplan, they filed a motion to amend the other defamation case that they have against Donald Trump, in addition to the one that they just prevailed, to add additional allegations to it based on what went down in the other defamation case where they won, as well as Donald Trump's defamatory statements that he made at that so-called CNN town hall thing where he further defamed E. Jean Carroll and earlier uh, this week, Judge Lewis Kaplan, who presided over the trial that E. Jean Carroll prevailed on, where a jury awarded her $5 million, granted E. Jean Carroll's leave to amend, meaning she can file this amended complaint where she will now be seeking at least as a floor, $10 million based on all of the new conduct engaged in by Donald Trump. And since essentially Donald Trump has been found by a jury to have engaged in the sexual assault and defamation, it leaves very little to resolve at this point in the other 
defamation case, which went through a whole appeals process that I won't bore you with. Suffice it to say, it's an entirely other defamation case that now combines 2019 statements made by Donald Trump, along with the new defamatory statements made by Donald Trump uh, in that so-called town hall. And it was just from a lawyer's perspective, a brilliant surgical move by E. Jean Carroll's lawyer, Roberta Kaplan, who instead of filing a whole new case, E. Jean Carroll 3, I guess it would be called, but she can still do. Just add those new allegations, the case that's going to be heading to trial anyway, to expedite those charges being heard before a jury. And guess what? Earlier today, as of the date of this recording, Judge Lewis Kaplan set a trial date in that matter for January 15, 2024, where Donald Trump will be going to trial again. But by the time the jury hears that case, I think the jury will already be instructed. Donald Trump engaged in defamatory false statements. Donald Trump engaged in sexual assault. And you, the jury, just have to determine if he acted with actual malice which would be an easy finding, as well as the damages to award. And the damages are going to be significant, because just think about it. Here, E. Jean Carroll was, she just won her trial, right? Her name was vindicated. Then Donald Trump goes on CNN in front of three million people and defames her again. It's like an open and shut case. I think a jury is going to hit him for 20, 50, even $100 million in, the case, in that case. I would not be surprised with that type of ruling. And the more Donald Trump opens his mouth, uh, you know, there's a reason why lawyers typically like when their clients remain quiet. And there is a reason why people are read their Miranda rights, where you have a, a right to remain silent. Anything can and will be used against you in the court of law. Fortunately for us, Donald Trump can't keep his mouth shut. And every time he opens his mouth, he actually further incriminates himself. To go back to yep. the clips that we played earlier on the show, Donald Trump admitted that he took the documents. Like they, he, he made no effort to even pretend like it was an accident. He made no effort. He simply said, I took the documents. And in recent statements, Donald Trump is also saying, actually give them back to me. They're my documents. I'm supposed to have the documents. Every statement Trump makes, he is digging his hole deeper. Just like every statement he made in this E. Jean Carroll case has dug his hole deeper. And we saw in those depositions, those brutal depositions that Donald that was taken of Donald Trump in the E. Jean Carroll case when he like confused uh, E. Jean Carroll for his ex-wife and he, he just destroyed his own case, all of his statements on Truth Social, all that stuff he's repeating, but this time he's repeating it on a criminal level against the federal government and yeah. the repercussions of that are going to be far more than $10 million, $20 million, $50 million. We're talking about real prison time, real prison time, mostly because Donald Trump cannot shut his mouth. It's simply the, it's the only time in history that I've wanted Donald Trump to keep talking. <laughs> I'm usually like, dude, shut the hell up. But now Donald Trump, Trump though, talking. is not asserting defenses that are legal defenses, right? He's, he's abandoned that. That's not his focus, right? What he is trying to do is overthrow our democracy. That, in a way, is his defense. I am going to destroy the judiciary. I am going to destroy the Department of Justice. I am going to destroy the FBI. I am going to take down this country 
That is Donald Trump's defense. It has nothing to do with the way you would actually defend these cases. And by the way, Ben, like, honestly, like, I, if, if Trump were to win a second term, God forbid, like, I wouldn't feel safe. Like, like there, he, when he says everything that he says, also, Donald Trump makes a he casts a very wide net. He'll say, like, President Biden, everybody who allowed the country to be destroyed the way it is. Like, he's basically saying anybody who opposes him publicly, anybody who opposes Donald Trump, he will use the Justice Department and he will use his raw power to persecute them, prosecute them, imprison them. That's what Donald Trump is saying. He wants to get rid of all this. He could not be clearer at this moment in saying that his whole, I mean, he uses the words himself, his whole presidency would be a retribution tour. And he would be taking all of his anger about all of these cases out on his out on his enemies. And that includes the press, that includes people like us, that includes people like Biden, that includes every single Democrat. That's who Donald Trump wants to destroy. You, listening to this, I mean, that's who Donald Trump wants to come for. It's dangerous. Yeah. He is saying it out loud. Let me make this observation, too, which is the reason that the crowd in front of the Miami federal courthouse, despite the Proud Boys and other groups telling people to show up, the reason the crowd, though, ultimately is small. You have to give a lot of credit, though, to Merrick Garland and the Department of Justice for prosecuting these terroristic groups and these individuals who engaged in the conduct that they did to try to overthrow our democracy during the January 6th insurrection. That's the way law and order is supposed to work as a deterrent, right? So people say, wow, I see these Oath Keepers, you know, getting sentenced to 20 years in prison. They're getting convicted of seditious conspiracy. I'm not going to do that conduct again, right? Meanwhile, the modern-day Republican parties are doing what? They're saying, we better sing songs with the insurrectionists. Let them free the January 6th political prisoners. Why? Because they want to create, basically, their terroristic army. They, they need those people because their policies are not designed to exist within our legal framework, are honored legal framework of democracy and our system of justice. They want to destroy it from the outside to exalt an authoritarian Putin-style emperor. And they are using Putin propaganda, which we'll talk about in a little bit on this episode. They are using information from Russian oligarchs who are trying to destroy America in Russian laundered through Rudy Giuliani in 2020 that makes all of these claims against Biden because they're our enemy. Of course, the Russian oligarch is going to say things about Biden, who's trying to defeat the Russian oligarchs. And the GOP's focused on how can we offer protection to the Russian oligarchs? Will somebody think of the oligarchs? Will somebody (laughs) please think of We'll get to that. But I do want to talk about how special counsel Jack Smith continues his other criminal investigation into Trump relating to the January 6th insurrection, like concurrently at the exact same time, Trump is being arraigned at the exact going on at the exact same time, Trump ally and Nevada GOP chair 
Michael McDonald and Nevada GOP Vice Chair Jim DeGraffenreid, who were the fake electors in Trump's attempt to steal the 2020 election. They certified their names uh, in the state that Trump won, even though that Biden won. Um, and McDonald's cell phone had previously been seized by the Department of Justice. They went before uh, the grand jury in Washington, D.C. to testify. I expect indictments to be handed down there. Late August, probably early September. I mean, I think I hit the other, the document the theft case pretty much on the money um, in, in June. I think we'll see the other case indictments handed down September, October the latest. But I think it'll come into focus too, late, 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 late August, uh, September um, as well. Um, so that case proceeds in earnest. We know that, uh, and this discovery actually happened through. Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss's defamation case in Washington, D.C. That case is before federal judge Beryl Howell there, where remember Rudy Giuliani was trying to claim that he was too poor to participate in discovery yeah. and that he owed the electronic discovery vendors. So he tried to drag it out, right? But Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss's lawyers, they, they stuck with it, motion after motion. Then Rudy Giuliani had to basically claim, oh, no, I'm actually able to pay for it now. And why was he doing this delay, delay, delay? And he was trying to hide stuff. And he's trying to hide what this was a big discovery in the Ruby Freeman Shea Moss case, that the email that Giuliani was using was numbers at gmail.com. And his name would show up as Helen. And so that's how what he would use. And I think that was his mother's name or something. And that's the name that he would use when communicating with Mark Meadows to try to hide his communications that came out finally in these proceedings. So that just goes to show you why you've got to stick to it, because Giuliani and Trump, all of their tactics are designed to just wear you out. So you just go, you know, I'm, I'm done with this. This is annoying. This is, a, but, but great lawyering right there. And then, of course, Lindsey Graham, who said, uh, if the Republicans were to ever elect Donald Trump, that would be the destruction of the GOP, perhaps the only accurate thing Lindsey Graham has said in the past uh, many, many, many years. This is what Lindsey Graham told CNN about the ongoing criminal investigations in Washington, D.C., and the potential that Donald Trump will be indicted for crimes relating to the insurrection. Play this clip. It seems to be selective prosecution. So President Trump has every right to defend himself. I think politically it probably makes him stronger in the primary. If the special counsel indicts President Trump in Washington, D.C. for anything related to January 6th, that will be considered a major outrage by Republicans because you could convict any Republican of anything in Washington, D.C. And I fear that's where this is going as sort of an insurance policy. I mean, Lindsey Graham, this is, remember, this is the guy who on January 6th made a huge spectacle and said, all right, everybody, I'm done. This is where I get off the Trump train. It went too far, <laughs> finally went too far. And then like a day later, he was back. I don't know, probably Trump gave him a phone call or he got some scary news about something that was going to be. I, I don't even understand uh, what they're holding over Lindsey Graham, or if he's just that weak and cowardly that this is who he's become. But his whole argument there is also just absolutely absurd. Basically, okay, so 
Republicans commit any they commit any crimes they want as long as it's in D.C. <laughs> because as long as it's in D.C., it's going to be a biased jury. So you can't you can't bring charges against the Republican in D.C. So that's their like the purge. You know, they they commit as many crimes in this area as as long as they want, but they're not allowed to be indicted there or tried there because it's unfair to the Republicans. Republicans also get such the benefit of the doubt in in so many prosecutions. I think like literally every director of the FBI, like in history, has been a Republican, like every single one, there's never been a Democratic FBI director, yet they still claim this victim complex. Don't do crimes. Just don't do the crimes if you don't want to be charged with the crimes. And this is one of the most, one of the gravest, most serious crimes in American history. If you read that indictment, if you read that indictment, that speaking indictment, those 38 counts with citing recordings, text messages, photographs, photographs taken by Donald Trump's employees well before any subpoenas were issued, well before the DOJ executed a search warrant that demonstrate how Donald Trump was hiding these classified records. By the way, which Donald Trump claims, oh, that was the DOJ who took these photographs and planted it. No, that was your co-defendant, Walt Nauta, who took those photographs well before the Department of Justice ever even sent a subpoena. But if you read that indictment, And you're like, cool, cool. This is okay conduct. You have zero credibility and everything else. I don't care what political party. I don't care what country. I don't care what planet you are from. You read this indictment and you go, that is horrific conduct. And that person should not be anywhere near a position of power. It's absurd. But here's the thing. This is how Republicans think. Oh, in this indictment, it mentions that Donald Trump is caught on recordings saying these things. Okay, you know what that's called? Evidence. A recording of Donald Trump is actually tangible evidence. It exists. It is a real thing. So what do Republicans do? They go, there are 17, they make up a number, 17 recordings of President Biden being bribed by a Russian oligarch, and we've got him, and we've got him. And then what does the right-wing media do? Joe Bribin, Joe Bribin, massive scandal. What do people like this Tim Pool, who's basically an op, who he pretends to be like a liberal guy, Tim Pool, or like a disenchanted, like a, a disenchanted Democrat, just total bullshit. Tim Pool goes. Biden has been credibly accused of coercing a bribe from a foreign executive. Wow. Credibly. Wow. Their whole machinery goes into effect. His whole thing is a BS op. The guy is yeah. he, he's strictly a troll and his entire thing is just writing things that he know will get engagement. He knows exactly what he's doing. He just and he takes all of his viewers for absolute morons and he just plays into it for engage for engagement. That's all he cares about is that's part of the whole right wing machinery, right? Credibly accused just to create this equivalence. Trump was on a recording. Biden's on a recording. No, Biden's not being credibly accused, you freaking moron. It is a Russian oligarch who freaking works from Vladimir Putin, who laundered this information through Rudy Giuliani in 2020. The allegations are about something that happened like three years before that even. It was rejected. 
rejected by Bill Barr. And Bill Barr can say whatever he wants, but how do you know it was rejected? If he accepted it, he would have appointed a special counsel. That's what you do in a situation if you think there's credible criminal in Russian. <laughs> <laughs> the document is in Russian. It's hearsay on top of hearsay, meaning a paid FBI informant, so one level removed, got this allegation by a Russian oligarch who reported on what the Russian oligarch heard. Hearsay within hearsay within hearsay in freaking Russian by someone with clear intentions to destroy our democracy. I think Democratic Congress member Dan Goldman said it best during one of the congressional hearings. As we play the clip. We've heard so much about this FBI 1023 form and how it includes sensational allegations about a massive alleged bribery scheme by President Biden. So I was really eager to read that document this week, did the majority actually find some actual evidence of wrongdoing by the president? Of course not. But it's even worse than that. This document that they will not stop talking about is shockingly just a three-year-old second-hand hearsay, uncorroborated rehashing of Rudy Giuliani's bogus allegations that he got from Ukrainian, corrupt Ukrainian officials. Now, we all know that former President Donald Trump was impeached because he tried to extort President Zelensky to announce an investigation into this Ukrainian company, Burisma, that would benefit Trump's political campaign. The theory goes that then-Vice President urged Ukraine to fire its prosecutor general because he was investigating Burisma and the president wanted to help his son, who was on the Burisma board. You know where Rudy Giuliani got this information from? That fired prosecutor general himself, the corrupt prosecutor general. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about how the GOP has been saying that they need to protect Russian oligarchs who launder this defamatory information. But one thing I'm noticing right now in the <laughs> in our YouTube chat, I'm seeing like Jack Smith emojis. I'm seeing empty badges right now <laughs> as I'm looking at some of these comments. Um, Brett, can you explain what's going on and how people, if they want to access this, how they can do it? Because right now I'm the least technologically savvy amongst the brothers and seeing all of these is both distracting and rewarding at the same time. Yeah, we, we, we may have to get salty on the show to explain how this all works. Uh, truthfully, I don't even know. But I can tell you the MT badges are, you know, they, they get appended to your name now. If you hit the dollar sign under the chat and you become a YouTube member, which is separate from the uh, it's separate from the Patreon membership. It's its own thing for people who want to support us here on YouTube. If you do that, then you get one of these cool MT badges next to your name when you type, which is pretty cool. And I think if you type Jack with a colon, colon, Jack, colon, I think the Jack Smith emoji actually pops up in the chat, and I keep seeing a flurry of Jack Smith emojis in the chat. And we get I, I, we get a is. salty emoji for salty figuring this out, everybody. Let's throw those salty emojis up right now in the chat and mix them <laughs> with some Jack Smith emojis and salty emojis at the same time. Yeah, also, no, this is, this if, is awesome. 
even though Jordy's having connectivity issues, Jordy's going to get really mad at me if I don't say this. We are running out of our Convict 45 pins, so make sure you go to store.midastouch.com right now. That's store.midastouch.com. Get your Convict or Convict 45 pin. There's a bunch of other great pro-democracy gear. Everything's 100% made in the U.S. and 100% union-made. That's the Convict 45 pins at store.midastouch.com. You can check that out whenever. Jordy, I did it for you. You're welcome. Um, and uh, I, want to talk more, I want to talk more about what Congress member Dan Goldman was talking about. I want to show you how the GOP are responding to the fact that, guess what? The recordings don't exist. The whistleblowers don't exist. Oh, the whistleblower's dead. The recordings, <laughs> well, they got destroyed. Oh, I mean, it, it is beyond absurd. Let's talk about that. And good news and good news being brought to us by President Biden after this quick break. Don't you dare go anywhere. We'll be right back. Now, how many of you wish there was a better solution to paying off your debt? PDS Debt has customized 0% interest options for anyone struggling with credit cards, personal loans, collections, or medical bills. Now, with rising interest rates and the cost of living at an all-time high, now is the time to finally take initiative with your debt. Stop waiting and start saving with your own custom debt saving options from PDS Debt. PDS Debt is giving our qualified listeners a free savings analysis just for completing the 30-second online debt assessment at www.pdsdebt.com mt. You will receive a full breakdown on how to save interest each month and the quickest way to take care of your debt. Now, if you're making payments every month on your debt and your balances aren't going down, this program is for you. PDS Debt rolls all of your payments into one low 0% interest monthly payment. Everyone with over $10,000 or more in debt qualifies, and there's no minimum credit score required. Bad and fair credit accepted. Save thousands in interest and fees. Pay off your debt in a fraction of the time. PDS Debt is offering free debt analysis to our listeners just for completing the quick and easy debt assessment at www.pdsdebt.com. Dot com slash mt that's p d s d e b t dot com slash mt we are back live here on the midas touch podcast and i want to thank our sponsors because look as as you know we don't have outside investors here at the midas touch network and there's a reason to do what we want our own uh, content here. And so we try to come up with creative ways to be able to fund the great content that you have. And so when uh, sponsors pop up who want to support pro-democracy content, I'm grateful for that. And so if you want to support our sponsors in the description link of the YouTube page, you can support them, use the codes, and that does go a long way to help when the sponsors get engagement or when you tweet about them or post on social media about them. So I I, I just wanted to say that because from time to time, I'll see a comment that one of my videos like, hey, you know, Ben, there's a commercial on that. And I'm like, that's someone who's supporting this pro-democracy content that is allowing our operation operations to run the way it does. So I just wanted to say that. Brett, where I last left off, we talked about the Republicans laundering actual like Russian oligarchical disinformation. Yeah. And what, have, what else have we learned this week? Yeah, well, it's funny because 
this last scheme by the Republicans was revealed just as we were beginning our show on Monday, if you remember. And we started seeing all the posts, all the, you know, all caps posts by the Tim Pools, the Charlie Kirks, the whatever other, uh, you know, grifty right wing influencers there are out there with, you know, a lot of alarm signs and all caps saying Biden bribery scheme. He's caught on seven, 17 tapes. Everybody said this is going to be the thing. This is going to be the thing that brings Joe Biden down. And we said right away on the show, we're like, yeah, it's obviously bullshit. Like all their other things, this is an obvious lie. And why? Because you know what? We're a bit experienced now with these Republicans. We know how, how they operate. And I think our audience is very savvy too. And they know how the Republicans operate just in deception and lies and gaslighting. And it's one fake story onto the next story. And this, like all the other stories, once the Republicans actually started feeling the heat and they were in a place where they had to actually show proof, show your work, Republicans, evidence, show your work, evidence. Let's see it more than an allegation that a Russian oligarch. Let's see the evidence, just like all the other allegations that have been made over the past few months. This one ended exactly the same or is in the process of ending exactly the same. Oh, we don't even know if these tapes exist. We don't even know if they exist. Is the whistleblower alive? Is the whistleblower dead? I mean, how many times have we heard these things now between there are at least two missing whistleblowers now that the Republicans have put forward. There were the documents that were going to blow the lid (laughs) off the Hunter Biden scandal and were going to lead to Joe Biden's downfall. This was going to be it. They were sent in a UPS to, uh, Tucker Carlson and Tucker Carlson had a whole show planned around him, but oh no, oh no, just before his show, Ben, the, the, the document went missing. The package deep state UPS, deep state deep UPS, state. and Rhinos. it's been uh, <laughs> not quite the right word, but amazing in a, you know, in like a wow, that's crazy kind of way to witness the Republican kind of user reaction to all of this and how they don't realize that they are being played over and over and over again. So the new one, when I saw this news that they are now saying, oh, this new whistleblower may have died. The, the whistleblower, had, he, he was ready to take down the Biden crime family, Ben, but he died. And, and, you have to be alive, I think, to die. You have to, yeah, you have to exist in, in the first place. <laughs> and so what do I see these right-wing people say to responses from the people who have gaslit them over the past few days into saying that there were these bombshell tapes that were going to take Biden down. Do they go, you know what? You you obviously lied to me. This is the same thing that's happened every other time. No, they immediately go, Oh, did she get Hillary Clinton? Did the Clintons get her? Did the Bidens get her? And on our show, uh, the interview that you did with uh, representative Jared Moskowitz, he, he had a really fun with that interview. uh, uh, he, He had a really, really, really funny comment about this entire situation. And I wasn't going to play it right now, but uh, because I'm talking about it, let's play. This is Moskowitz talking about how, you know, Biden's kind of Schrodinger's president to these uh, Republicans. He's whatever they want them to be. Is he sleepy? Yeah. Is he a criminal mastermind? Yeah. This is uh, Moskowitz talking to Ben on the Midas Touch podcast. I mean, think about what they're trying to convince the American people. Every day they go on TV and they talk about he's sleepy. He's old. He's boring. He's, you know, he, he's not steady on his feet. Now he's Tony Soprano. <laughs> I, I mean, he's the head of the Biden crime family. Listen, love Joe Biden. He's been he's been a public servant his entire life. He has seen, you know, loss in his life 
more than any parent should ever have to deal with. Okay. But they're trying to take one of the most boring families in America and turn them into the Sopranos. By the way, if they're able to succeed on that, I mean, then anything is possible in this country. I mean, it's just lunacy. By the way, before that clip played, did you just casually throw out the Schrodinger theory? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, yeah, it was a good it's a break, very impressive. Like, uh, you know, some I, had Google, I, had a, I had to Google it. I was like, what's the Schrodinger? So, sometimes I impress myself, Ben. Sometimes, you know, it just comes to the top of mind. But I highly recommend. Great job with that interview, Ben. I, I loved every second of it. And you can catch that. It's on the Midas Touch audio podcast. And it's on our YouTube channel. Something like 420,000, 500,000 views in the first 24 hours on that interview. Love to see Representative Moskowitz. And, and it was just a, a fantastic interview. But so... As you know, we've been talking about this new Republican scam. It started with Chuck Grassley on the Senate floor announcing that he may have seen this evidence and alleged by a Russian this. uh, uh, You you can't even follow this. But now, just a few short days later, after hours of going on TV networks, of going on Newsmax, of going on Fox, of endless think pieces on Fox.com and Breitbart and whatever other crazy websites there are out there, all of a sudden... After demanding Joe Biden's impeachment over this, they went that we need to impeach Biden. That's him over these over Russian oligarchs allegations. <laughs> now they're not too sure that the tapes exist. They might exist. They they might not exist. You know what? What is a tape even? What is life? I I, I don't know. These Republicans don't know either. So first, I'll play you this clip of Jim Jordan, and he is on some far right radio show. And I had to look up the show to make sure it wasn't some like random dude just like on his lawn like the footage that i'm about to show you it's like a guy on his lawn but this is apparently like a show via newsmax or or something but jim jordan admits not too sure if the tapes exist but nevertheless and the guy guy who's interviewing him wants to know how the republicans are protecting the russian oligarchs that'll be that'll be clip two which I'll, i'll play after so the first one is not sure if the tapes exist But Joe Biden might need to be impeached anyway. Here's the first clip. Do you think that now impeachment is back on the table as far as the speaker is concerned because of these revelations and the seriousness of these allegations? Well, I I do think that that, that's a decision for the entire conference. If if these uh, allegations are, you know, if if the proof becomes so compelling that, you know, even the mainstream press, I think, would have to look at it. Um, but we don't know for sure if these tapes exist. If they do, and they say what Senator Grassley has has said that that he thinks they're they're gonna they're gonna say, then I think that's a different animal. But I do think it's it's that uh, impeachment is something we have to look at. So it doesn't know if the tapes are exist, but impeachment is something they're going to have to look at. It's on the table for tapes that don't yeah, exist. Impeachment, it made made up allegation, made up tapes, they don't exist. But, but, but just gotta, let's just pause. Okay, <laughs> whatever your political party is. Okay, if that made sense to you, that's very problematic. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, but like, Ben, like, Ben, will somebody please think of the oligarchs? Will somebody please <laughs> think of the oligarchs? Play the clip. This oligarch who, you know, I mean, you, you can blame him because he wanted, he was trying to buy his way into the U.S. government, but allegedly he had a client. Uh, he was able to buy off Joe Biden and his, and his cokehead son. Uh, now, many people believe that once this oligarch is identified, that he could be a, a target for those who don't want this information out there. Is the GOP taking steps to protect the oligarch? 
Well, uh, we, we, that, that name in the, in the, when I read the, re- the report, uh, the 1023, that, that is redacted. So, um, yeah, that, that's, that's in, in the report there too. Look, we don't want anyone to get hurt. You certainly don't want a source who's been helpful to our country. You certainly don't want to have to do anything that would jeopardize his, his safety. Um, we understand that. But by the same token, the American people, we the people, have a right to know what's really going on, particularly with the guy who's the head of our government, the President of the United States. If this stuff, if, if what's alleged is actually, you know, accurate, that's, that's, that's huge news. That's huge concern. That's a big problem. So that's why we think this needs to be made public um, with the appropriate redaction of the sources uh, name. Yeah. It's made public, first off. You're talking about it. Like, what, what, you've made it very public, okay? <laughs> the reason that it is classified information is because it is information that was laundered by our enemy to try to destroy our democracy. That's why they had to look at this in a sensitive compartmented information facility or a skip, okay? But you're, you're all talking about it. And by the way, here's the thing. If there truly was a recording of President Biden while he was the vice president being bribed and him talking about being bribed, which doesn't exist just because I'm a supporter of Biden and just because I am a supporter of the Democrats now because they're the only pro-democracy party, I wouldn't be like, Sox case, the Sox case. No, I, I would be, that is... That is horrible. But we live in an evidence-based system, and our processes shun that type of innuendo and defamatory rumors. The bottom line, what investigative bodies are supposed to do is investigate. And if there's no evidence supporting it, you don't just use the bare naked allegations of a Putin puppet to say, well, you know, this person's saying it. I don't, I don't have anything that actually supports it. But he should be impeached anyway. Like, like who cares? No, this is serious, serious business right here. Um, and, and this is serious business. You have, you have the clip of Giuliani where he talks about how, like, the, the whistleblower died. I, this, you had Giuliani who lie. These people lie about everything. And Giuliani is the one who laundered these documents to Bill Barr in 2020 when Barr rejected him. On a day in which uh, we find out that the Bidens took a $10 million bribe from a Ukrainian, Michael Zoshevsky, which I, I could have told you, you know, and did tell them three years ago. And uh, they followed up on none of the evidence I gave them. Uh, they were hoping the people would disappear or die. Uh, it's extraordinary. I, I gave them one witness that any investigator would uh, jump through hoops to go to. Gave him the wit- a witness who is a woman who is the chief accountant at this crooked company, Burisma. She was the wife of the former owner who died under suspicious circumstances. Uh, and uh, she was willing to give up all of the offshore bank accounts, including the Bidens. And you also have, by the way, Chuck Grant. <laughs> but this is who they like. This is who the MAGA Republicans look to for leadership. And that's why, to me, this isn't a Republican or Democrat thing, right? This is a truth 
thing. This is a threshold of competence thing. This is a law and order thing. And this is a, hey, let's not turn America into a satellite nation of Vladimir Putin thing that these modern day Republicans definitely want. By the way, I think when Saudi Arabia did this whole thing with live golf they were like well the russians already got the nra so how else do we get to these republicans let's just go with golf as long as we influence them with golf you got the russians in the nra these people can be bought and sold so easily and then you got chuck grassley who said we're not interested in whether or not the accusations against president biden are correct or not in the first place you then have fox we have this photo of of one of their stories that says because biden was asked about these about these issues and biden like laughed and he was like why are you asking me dumb questions this is the stupidest question i'm trying to do things for our nation and this was the headline on fox biden chuckles at reporters question about possible barisma recordings he laughs in your face america just think about how disgusting. After all you know right now that that's the Fox, he laughs in your face. It's a made up stupid story that supports Vladimir Putin. Like, like wake up, America, Brett. Yeah, it's absolutely, absolutely disgusting. And you could go down the list. James Comer also. James Comer said, yeah, we, we're not too sure if these tapes exist. And I've seen a lot of people in the comments right now and i've seen a lot of people in our comments when we make videos like this say but why if it's all bs like it obviously is why is nobody filing defamation lawsuits why isn't biden filing debt why, why isn't biden yeah. suing them and everybody here is kind of weaponizing the law to their advantage which is how it goes first the bar for defamation is so astronomically high but it doesn't even matter because there's a thing called the speech or debate clause which bounds all the people in congress which really kind of makes them be able to say almost anything except in very as long as they claim they are investigating something and they are using their congressional powers to investigate they could claim immunity under the constitution speech or debate clause and also biden is not suing for defamation like biden is trying to improve our economy biden is dealing with the chips act and the pact act yeah, biden, biden specifically ignores all of this stuff and you know he, he Biden's going to file a defamation it. case yeah. against jim but, jordan but, but additionally time. but you know fox does it to more people than just biden who's obviously has more important things to do so you know so so why not the defamation suits there's a speech or debate clause where they just say it's a part of a legislative function and then you'd say okay but what about fox what about first off they were hit with a massive suit for something else but what about fox what about newsmax what about rudy giuliani these people aren't in government what what protections do they have well they weaponize the first amendment and the way they do it is you'll notice that anytime they say something that is especially outlandish they will always couch it in terms like allegedly or sources say or they will cite their own coverage on another fox report you know new york post or wall street journal james comer says even in the piece that ben said before uh that disgusting uh, post on fox.com uh you notice it's in quotes he laughs in your face america at possible barisma recordings the the language they use in these headlines is very deliberate so republicans they say, accuse uh, republicans accuse that's how they're 
they're actually that's how they actually get around it by not necessarily stating it as a fact but these people are accusing there are critics say x y and z um you know this this is a, a a bit of a tangent but while we're on fox fox had a particularly horrific tweet uh the other day as well where they attacked the lgbtq community as they do and this is an example of exactly what i'm saying here they were talking about the pride event that the white house held um this year and they posted this and ultimately deleted it when they faced a lot of backlash and this was what they said quote white house flew controversial new transgender flag that promotes grooming and pedophilia say critics the say critics part was the part of them saving themselves right there. Meanwhile, that's just absolutely false and disgusting and obviously defamatory on its face. And the White House actually clapped back at them. You had other White House staffers responding. They were using, for, for those who can't see it, they had showed a picture of the Progress Pride flag that was being flown on the White House during the Pride Parade. And the Progress Pride flag, had, flag has added black and brown stripes to the flag for communities of color. It added pink, white, and light blue for the trans and non-binary non community. And these White House staffers brilliantly responded to Fox's disgusting post with this Fox using the exact same flag design covered in their Fox letters and their Fox logo that they circulated internally in their pamphlet on corporate social responsibility. Just to show you how full of shit Fox is throughout all this. And Fox actually ended up deleting that absolutely abhorrent tweet and then they reposted the article and it was still dis it was still completely disgusting but they softened up the language just a little bit um but that's how they lie that's how they get away critics say sources say republicans opinion piece, opinion 